This is your favorite podcaster and social media host, Jordan J.O. Hunter. I just want to say thank you for tuning in to the J.O. Podcast. Yo. Hey, yo, what's good, man? How's it going? Cooling right now. How you been? I've been good, but before we get started, can we get a um, brief introduction of who uh, who the guest is right now? Uh, it's E. Blakey, um, former artist in New Haven, with Connecticut. Okay, that's what's up. Oh, my bad for the um silence. Um, so right. I always ask these these guests these um these warm up questions. So I always ask, what's your favorite color and what it rep and what it represents to you? Uh, my favorite color I'll say is red, and um, what it represents to me is like you know, that's not, not just uh, when I'm in, when I see that red mode, it's like you know, that's my goal time right there, you know. So that's what it represents to me, you know, that's that's straight motivation for me. I got more crunch time when I'm in red mode. Okay, so I normally ask questions like that, but now I'm gonna switch it up because before we talked, you said you had a video shoot. So can you fill me in more about the um video shoot that you got going on later? Oh yeah, I got a um video shoot happening on Sean, Connecticut. One of my third third videos out right now, and it's on my latest new single involved. And um, it's gonna be it's gonna be lit. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be done. Got them nice Halloween vibes to it. It's going to be dope. Okay, so let's talk about your latest single. Um, Let's talk about your latest single, Involved. Fill me in on that. Um, My latest single, Involved, I, the funny thing was, like, um, I consider myself as, like, a, you know, I like doing a lot of conscious songs. But this was, like, more me and my boys was playing around the studio, the beat with, it's like a Fabio foreign type beat. I'm like, I'm just on like freestyle and see where I'm gonna get on it. And I just start, you know, playing around the beat and it it just turned to a hit. And um that song, first day I dropped it on all platforms, got me to, you know, three thousand three thousand uh streams on the first day. So that's why I was like, you know, I gotta drop the video to it. Now I gotta give them a visual. Mm, that's what's up. So, um, so tell me before we get into the um the involvement, Blicky. So tell me a little bit of background story before you got into your stage name and where you come from, and etc. Uh, I come from, I come from a little spot in New Haven. We consider it the Trey. I grew up on Winthrop, and um, you know, I was there since I was, I'd say, three, because I was born, and um. I was born in, uh, I don't want to get particular where I was born, but yeah, I wasn't born in connect, uh, USA, but mm, got you. I, understand. I, grew up, I grew up around, I grew up around there and that's, that's why I call my home. And to this day, I still be around there, you know, I don't forget my roots. Okay. Speaking of roots. So tell me. Cause I, cause I know for a fact, cause I, I used to go to Job Corral, um, 
Westover, um, Westover Job Corps Center in Chickamauga, Massachusetts. And I, and I met a lot of people from the um, Bridgeport area, New Haven area, um, Hartford and, and stuff. So, and it's dangerous out there. So tell me, how much has being from the Connecticut area influenced you as an artist growing up and as an artist now? As an artist, it influenced me, you know, uh, I got in a lot of bad habits and a lot of things in the area I grew up because that's like everything you see and that's nobody tell you to it could be changed nobody tell you it's a dumb friend you could make something out of yourself because nobody around there really made something out of yourself you know what I mean so it took me a lot of uh, my first album that's where I got the reference from because it took me a lot of losses but all them losses actually taught me lessons and you know got Got in a couple jams, but that that influenced me to make music because I knew a lot of people then like talking. I couldn't talk to a lot of people about the shit I was going through. So it's like you know, when I started making music, I felt like that was my way to connect with the people and let them know how it is. And then I also used it as a skill to the point of this could literally get me out of the situations I'm in, you know, and it start start doing exactly what I thought. Mm. So you, um, so Master P always preaches because it's funny you said something that was good that basically you want to change and it's good that you, you should always want to change. So for you getting into your stuff and so first of all, I want to ask you, how long you been making music for? Uh, I've been making music, I'll say like, I don't really count it, but I was playing around with music since 2016. But I started taking music serious around 2019. Okay, so how was it important for you as an artist? Because you said something that kept, that caught me. You said that um that you couldn't talk to nobody about the stuff you was going through, but you can express it through your music and hear that about a lot of artists, rather no matter what type of artist it is, because a lot of artists, most of them, 98% of them, they can express how they feel through the music, but they can't communicate off the music. So how was it important for you? to be therapeutic when it comes to your music? Um, you know, one thing about me that, like, I really consider different, I'm, I'm not the type of person, like, if you, uh, if anybody listened to any of my songs, you could tell, like, you know, a lot of that stuff I'm speaking about is, like, real instances, real things that happen. Like, I don't try to, as rappers say, snitch on myself or, you know, indict myself, but I like to keep my music authentic, uh, 100%. Because at the end of the day, I can't feel something that I'm not really speaking about. So when I do that, it's mostly like, you know, I don't really get an idea for a song unless it's something important. Mm. So speaking of that, how do you feel about the 6ix9ine situation? The 6ix9ine information, that, that whole situation, you know, I gave good buddy a... Uh, I never liked him as a as a music artist to begin with. I never really, you know, besides all the stuff he was doing, the trolling part, like I didn't really care about that shit. I, his music was just straight, straight corny. So when he went and did all this, it just proved from the fact that that's not the type of rapper I want to be. I want to be no rapper that rap about doing all this shit. But then you get caught in them jams and you a whole different person. The real you come out, you know. So that's why I said I like 
I like keeping my shit serious, and that's why I didn't really respect the whole situation with what he did, because, you know, try to blame it on that people, the people he was supporting and rapping with was fucking with his baby moms and all that, but at the end of the day, it was cases he snitched on people who had nothing to do with the situation. So, that right there made my respect for him go out the window. Mm. So, um, so you're right now, currently, we're on the same team right now, Elias and Labels. So, so tell me, how did you and yeah. Travis come up upon about you joining the fam, Elias and Label? Uh, I met Travis through a friend, um, my boy, uh, King Band him Up, Prizzy. And, uh, Percy let me know he was on the label like they need people you feel me they wanna and Percy know he knew I had talent and everything so he put me on to him and I really fucked with Travis for the fact of you know he ain't really he ain't really like try to put expectations up like he he welcomed people with open arms you know so I'm glad to be a part of the label I want I want that to be clear I'm really glad that I even met him So you said something. So being that you said Trevor's are open arms, how is it important for you to feel comfortable on the label? I mean, that's where the most comfortability matters because it's like you ain't comfortable comfortable on your own label. That's going to discourage you from even making music. That's going now by you being discouraged to make music because you got a bad label, you're going to start losing interest in your supporters who fuck with your music. And that's taking bread out of your pocket. So it's no point for you to be in a label that you're not comfortable with. Okay. So if somebody came up to you and, and said, if you had three things to tell me as an artist trying to break into the game, what are three very imperative things you would tell them and why? Um... I ain't going to even lie with you. I, I need you to rephrase the question because I'm not good with big words. I ain't going to even lie about that. Oh, no, basically important. important. Oh, important. Um, The three things that's important to me of being like an artist is like, like I said, I keep my music 100%. And the second thing is that I don't want to just make music just to make music, you know? That's why it goes with number one, making it 100%, because I actually want to make music that I know people can actually feel and, you know, they can relate to. And I feel like I'll earn more respect through that than, you know, half of these rappers who just make music, just make music. And number three is not always making a music about the money. And that never been a thing for me. Like I, I know people who I've been knowing for five years, for free. I know people who I just met online one day and they asked me for a feature. I never gave them a price because music is not a money marketing thing for me. It's more of, like I said, me connecting my story to my fans, my supporters, and everybody, you know, who could feel it. Cause I feel like I've been motivated to make music and it got me out of a lot of situations. I wanted to be the same way, inspire somebody else, you know. Okay, um, do you have social medias that you want um anybody to follow? Um on Instagram is Blake the General. 
uh, Blake underscore the underscore general. And um, I'm on YouTube, and YouTube is E Blakey E B L I L I X K Y, and that's it. All right, and right before we go, possible we can get a quick second to forty-five second freestyle. All right, I need a beat though. God, I need a beat. Yeah, I ain't even got no beyond. I mean, I'm not good. I ain't going to even lie about that. I'm not really a good freestyler, you know. All right, it's when they come to the paper. I'm on it. All right, um, it's out to eat Blicky, man. It was nice knowing you, man. Good to have you on the late. Be right before we go. You got anything else you want to plug in or anything else? Be right before we go. Um, I just want to thank you for having me on the park, the park, on the show right now. That's nice. This is a big thing for me. And um, I said I just want to inspire other people. You know, it's a better way than the situations they in or shit they doing right now. You know. But thank you once again. No problem, man. Anytime, man. Good luck with your future, man. And keep grinding, man. Keep working. And I got one more thing to tell everybody. <clears throat> it came to my head. October 27th, got my new album coming out on all platforms. Before Death Call My Name, it's going to be It's going to be hard. It's going to be hard. Facts. Y'all make sure y'all go cop that, man. It's your favorite social media and personality host, Jordan J. O'Hunter, E. Blicky. Oh, man. Be easy. Say.